Hey guys, what is up? Welcome back to the Courageously Confident Podcast. Oh my gosh, so pumped for this conversation. Oh my gosh. If you are not following Megan Harriman on Instagram, you need to. She is like, she's goals. She is incredible. Megan is an Instagram strategist, but she also helps women flourish confidence in their body, mindset, mind, oh my God, I can't talk, body, mindset, (laughs) fitness, business, and Instagram impact. Okay, that's a lot. So let me say this again, because I know my words are all over the place. She helps women flourish their confidence in their body, business, and Instagram impact. She is all about helping you step into your power, into your confidence through not just your physical body and what you look like, but who you are as a person and your message. So obviously, Megan and I have a lot in common. She shares so much about her her journey in the online space, her fitness journey, her struggles, her ups and downs and where she is now just thriving as an online coach. So I'm so pumped for you guys to listen to what she has to say. You're going to be motivated AF. Just a reminder, if you're not inside the Courageously Confident community on Facebook, jump inside there for these CC vibes. Again, also, if you are not already following the Courageously Confident Instagram, be on there because that is where we post about new episodes and you don't want to miss on all these juicy episodes. So many things are coming up, guys. So many things I can't even imagine. I'm just like on fire right now. I feel so good. So if you're feeling low vibe today, I'm sending you these like hyper amazing celebratory vibes because that is how I am feeling. All right, I'm going to stop rambling and we're going to get into this conversation. All right, guys, I'm so excited to finally have Megan on the podcast. This has been a long time coming. We've been chatting for months, (laughs) but we're finally here recording and Megan is with me. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Who are you? What do you do? A little bit about who you are, and then we'll get into all the other juicy stuff. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I am so excited. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, I am just really passionate about actually connecting with women like yourself who are also so, so passionate about just helping um, and really educating. So thank you. Um, My name is Megan. I am 28 years old. I currently live in Florida, um, but I am from a small little town in Maine. And um, I have a background in nutrition and health sciences. I currently work for myself, for my brand. Um, I'm kind of in the middle of rebranding right now. So (laughs) Um, former brand was Flourish Your Mega. And I am starting to really rebrand everything into just Megan Harriman. Love it. Um, Yes. And what I do with my business is I help women really feel more confident in their own skin and their own voice and message because everybody has a unique message and a unique voice that they need to learn how to actually get across to people to help change um, their lives and the lives of others. I love that so much. I love that. And I love the connection between like confidence in in your body and in yourself, but also confidence in your voice because it, it goes hand in hand. It's all connected. So I love that you combine the two. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm curious, like, how did your 
journey on Instagram start? Like there's so many people who are just like amazing, like influencers and coaches and all these things. And and I, and it's so interesting to learn like what, what was it like when you first like started your account on Instagram? What were you doing? What was the purpose behind it? Cause I'm sure it's very different than what it is now. And maybe what, what was that evolution? What did that look like? Oh, yes. Um, I think I started my account back in like 2015 or so. And it really was, um, you know, a couple of my girlfriends were like, hey, you know about this Instagram thing? (laughs) And um, I actually at the time was going through a lot of struggles with anxiety and kind of feeling out of place in my um, sorority, in my college life. And where I wanted to be overall in life. So I was feeling very lost. So I didn't share too much in the beginning. I kind of went through the phase that I feel like everybody goes through of like the awkward filters, random pictures of nothingness. (laughs) Um, And I really just made it as like a fun place to share random parts of my life. Um, I started to learn though through about a year of posting random stuff that I really, really wanted to be able to use the struggles I was going through um, to share and help other people. And I mean, those struggles <laughs> vary from body image issues, eating disorder, um, really not feeling like I had a voice. It wasn't even that I wasn't feeling heard. It was like, what is my voice kind of thing. <laughs> and um, so I started to use my platform to just really as a journal. Whenever I was going through something at the moment, I made a caption about that. And I started to get traction. Can't lie. There was a time where I was like, I just want to be like huge on Instagram, you know, like that really exciting. I just want to grow on Instagram phase. And I was all worried about the numbers <laughs> until about mm, a year and a half ago is when I started to take it serious. And I was like, doesn't matter about the numbers it matters about your impact so it's not just how wide you are but really how deep you are going Uh, so now my focus really is on all connection um, on all kinds of different topics but more about I want to continue to create conversation and connect with people all around the world not just you know be a icon on Instagram oh my gosh I'm sure you have more to that, but I, so many things, uh, it's so similar to me when I first started Instagram, I remember a friend, like I got an iPhone for the first time and someone was like, Oh my God, you need Instagram. And I'm like, I don't even know what this is, but okay. And I never deleted any old posts. So if people take this time to scroll back, you are going to see like the stages of, I didn't know what I was doing. So it's so funny. But, But when I explain what I did on Instagram in the early years, or when people ask me like how to build a brand or build a following, I mm. say exactly what you said. I say, I say that I was like basically journaling on my Instagram. Like I was documenting my fitness journey and mm-hmm. I feel like it, it's the same as you in a, in a way, like when I was just being very honest about what I was going through, people were like, Oh my God, me too. Or like learning from you. And then I realized I'm like, this is a community. Okay. This is a community. Okay. How can I use my voice and make something out of this? So it's so interesting. The people that kind of fall in, like we're leaders and we impact and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's really cool. The phase I'm curious, um, what your content was like when you were focused on like the numbers 
as opposed to what your content is like now, like even in terms of what types of pictures or what you were posting, do you see a huge difference in, in that? Oh my gosh. So huge. So back when I was all about the numbers, I definitely focused in on, you know, what cool workout could I post? Like it wasn't even about how effective it was. It was more like fun, interesting, cool, get a lot of views. And I do actually think that's okay at the right time. If you make it known that that is your message of like, I'm going to make it really fun for you. Mm -hmm. I think that's great. But I really have my fitness coaching is around progress and um, body acceptance and so much more than just making it like a random fun hit workout. Mm-hmm. So I was posting things like that just because it was fun. I was going to get a lot of traction. I also was really focused on, you know, the booty pick and I still post a lot of my body, but it's honestly the content behind it now is about accepting yourself, loving yourself and respecting your body versus before it was just like, this might get a lot of likes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So Oh my God. The workouts that some people post and I'm just like, what are you doing? Like just because it looks cool or the angle is accentuating whatever. And, and it just like as a trainer and as a coach, I look at some people's stuff and it makes me sad because there's, they get so many people following them, which is amazing. But then these girls go to the gym and think if I do this, like then I'm going to look like her. Yeah. And it's not true. And, and I, trust me, there have been times where I'm like, I'm going to do this exercise. I never do it in my own routine, but I'm going to film it because it looks cool on Instagram. And then people are like, Ooh, this looks cool. Like I totally have been there. Yeah. I mean, I would literally do my workout or opposite way, but I would like do the, my actual workout. And then I would film some random things afterwards and I would still perform them. So like it was part of the workout, but it was not how I got to where I am. Yeah. And, and I, I love this conversation as like, it seems obvious. Like I'm all about, like, I am a trainer too, but I like train. My programs are much deeper than like, let's just build your butt and whatever. But from a perspective of a personal trainer, like we know that the boring compound movements are what's going to get you results. Like, so it's not as pretty as some people show it to be on Instagram, but it's actually what gets you results. And so I just, uh, if you take anything from this podcast, (laughs) stop doing the workouts that just look really cool. (laughs) Exactly. Oh my gosh. Oh yes. A big thing with that was like, I would be getting clients and then they would come and, you know, start my actual programming and they'd be like seeing the results, obviously, because my programming is the compound movements and deeper work on the mindset. Um, but they were kind of like, but what about that fun hit one? And I'm like, well, you can add that, but that's not your workout. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. And then same with like, I went through phases too, and it was also a really, for me, like a reflection on who I am. Cause I was always posting pictures of my body, but, but I'm, I feel like I'm just like you at the beginning. It was like, this is my body. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Whereas now I'm like, this is how I look and I'm proud of this and this is fun. And this is what I'm doing. And like sending this empowering message. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went through a period where I really had to say like, okay, I'm sharing pictures of my body. Why though? Like, I, I believe it's so good for like empowering for, for women to show like, no matter what size you are, your, your butt, if you want to show your butt, like that's amazing, like rock on girl. But like, for me, it was like, okay, why am I sharing this? Like what, what message am I trying to convey? And, and that was a huge shift for me as well from just going from like, 
okay, here's my body to now like, this is also my body, but it is because of this. And this is how Mm -hmm. I feel about it. So I think it's really important. Like, um, for like, we all know, like people are looking at you and thinking, oh my God, body goals. They, Mm -hmm. They are right. But, 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 but I think the thing is people need to realize that like, you're posting from an empowering place and we want other women to post from an empowering place as well. You know what I mean? Definitely. Oh yes. I was getting to a point with posting so many body pics that I got almost, well, I got very annoyed actually when people would just see the picture and type body goals, ab goals, blah, blah. blah. And I was like, that's great. But did you read the caption? Like, yes. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I, I, uh, Yes. Preach, read captions, please like understand what this means behind it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's totally. Yeah. Cause I'm all for promoting, like loving your body, loving your physical body. If you want to have a transformation rock on, I love it, but also it's so much more than just that. So I think it's important to like, I went through an eating disorder like years ago when I was on like Tumblr was really cool at that time. I don't know if you're ever on Tumblr and I was scrolling through just pictures and looking at pictures and being like, okay, I want this. I want this. I want this. Mm -hmm. And then it was, it became really toxic for me. And I know a lot of women listening can relate to this. Maybe they're in that stage right now when they see someone else's body, they feel triggered. Mm -hmm. My message now, and I'm wondering what your opinion is, my goal for women is to be able to like, for me to look at your body and be like, damn, like that's amazing, but not feel bad about myself. Yes. Oh right? my gosh. Yes. This is kind of far out. So stay with me. But um, what I explained to my clients the other day, and I think I went live on Instagram about this too, is to be able to look at a woman who has quote unquote flaws um, And the first thing you see is the beauty behind her eyes and her smile. And you then see her body and you're like, oh, well, but she does have excess adipose tissue. She does have some stretch marks, but you didn't notice that at first. So I think what you have to do when you're looking at yourself and, you know, evaluating where you're at is, okay, but what is that bright vibrancy inside of you that's Mm -hmm. shining out? Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just all of these external factors that you're trying to show the world, but you need to show up in your social media and in your life with that vibrant light that you actually have deep inside you. And it's all about how that can be brought out. If that means you have a six pack, that's great. If that means you don't, that's great too. It's what's inside and showing that. I love that so much. I am so on board with, with your message and what you're saying. And it's just, you know, there's so like, I, I, I'm in a point where I just like, I see stuff and I, I can't be bothered by it. Like I know the difference between someone who it's like empowering, like your account or many other accounts. And it's like, this is amazing. And that balance of like, here's my body, but this is the message and that kind of thing. So it, it's kind of crazy that the transitions we go through when we start and to now where we are like, okay, I don't want to be this woman on Instagram. There's so much more than that. And, and that's beautiful. And that's why I reached out to you to be on here because I'm like, you're a woman who is like gorgeous and you can say this is my body, but also there's so much more to that. So um curious about like your own fitness journey. What has that looked like? And maybe your own like confidence journey within your body. What has that looked like over the years? Because I know most people who coach this have been through a transformation themselves and it's very, very enlightening to hear your story. So share with us. All right. Yes. Um, so growing up, I was always active through sports. 
Um, but my family was not health conscious at all. And I mean, I would, our only vegetable we ever had was corn. Like <laughs> don't ever try to offer me vegetables when I was a child. Um, and I would live off like little Debbie snacks and that was really not a great thing to grow up with, but it's what my parents did at the time. It's what they knew at the time. And so I was always, you know, active, but then I was fueled with so much junk. And then with that, I started to just play this comparison game. I actually was just thinking about this yesterday. One of my best friends when I was really little, probably like third grade, I remember being on the playground and her telling me her weight. And I was like, oh, wow, I am like a lot heavier than that. And I started to get really insecure. I lied to her about what my weight was just so I could like be cool and fit in and seem smaller. <laughs> and so I remember that distinctly, like where we were on the playground. And that was the first day that I was like, oh my gosh, my body's not okay. Like I am I'm too big. This is not okay. So that's when I started to pay attention to the other women in my life and how they acted around their body. I remember my mom always on a new diet. Um, I remember her going through her own eating disorder, um, which she didn't openly talk about with me, but you know, as children, we can see it. And I would see her restrict and binge and uh, really pick herself apart in the mirror. So I started to do the exact same thing. Um, I continued to restrict and restrict and restrict and then I would binge in private because I it's like this thing of like, hey, if no one else sees it, it doesn't really count. <laughs> and uh, it would eat me up inside. I would binge until I felt extremely sick. Um, then after every binge, I would sit there and I would just like hold my stomach, look at my stomach and, you know, say awful things to myself. Um, and then I got to a point where I was so obsessed with looking at my body where like every mirror I walked by, I'd pull my shirt up and see if, you know, my stomach looked okay that day. Before I woke up in the morning, every single morning before I opened my eyes, I would feel to see if I could feel my ribs and my hip bones. So just run my hands down my stomach to see what I could feel. Um, and that would determine if I was having a good day or not. <laughs> um, so that continued on up until oh, six years ago. And I started to really think about, okay, so at this time I was out of sports. I was, you know, in just graduating college and onto my own style of fitness. So I started lifting um, and I was totally a beginner. I had no one there to really help me with it, even though I went through school with nutrition. So I had to take one, um, like fitness style class, it still is nothing, you know, compared to how you really should work out. <laughs> so I started to do a little bit here, a little bit there, started to really love it because it was helping me with my anxiety. At this time, my anxiety was through the roof. Um, and it helped me kind of dial in on setting goals and achieving them because, you know, after college, like, what do you do? Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're just like, I don't have to study for a test. Um, I don't have specific goals I need to hit. Like I didn't have a career job at the time. I was still working in a restaurant and I was like, I need something to work towards. So I continued to just work 
through the motions of working out, but I still didn't have a specific like body goals or the knowledge of it. So then I got my NASM certification and I was going to work out, work for a gym. Um, I quickly learned I didn't want to do that because I wanted to not just be someone there to count reps. I wanted to inspire people. Mm-hmm. Um, I also knew that with my nutrition degree, I did not want to be a registered dietitian. Um, so I was like, what the heck am I going to do here? Um, I need to figure out how I can help others. And so I started to kind of dabble in it, but then I realized so much inner work had to be done still. So I took about two years to really, really work on my own mindset and body image. And that really was a lot of journaling, um, all the stuff that people continue to say, but some reason people still don't do, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. taking the time to appreciate where I'm at while looking where I'm going and rewiring my brain for positivity. It's like, Oh my goodness. For the longest time I was just so negative and I was around people who were positive trying to feed it to you. But you know, when you're in a negative state, you think they're just annoying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I had to really work on rewiring my brain for positivity. Um, Wow. So that's, yeah, kind of, you know, I got to this point there where I loved fitness so much and I loved the transformation I made on my own that I then hired a coach to help me go through a competition prep. Um, And I stopped my first time I ever tried to do a competition prep because I realized my food issues were coming back up really fast. Uh, so I only did about a month with her. That was three years ago. And then last year I was like, okay, I'm ready. Like I'm at a really good state where I don't fear any specific food. I don't binge anymore. It's been about two years since I binged. Um, I'm fine. And so I did through a competition prep last year. And uh, I guess like the rest is history. Now I'm back uh-huh. to not competing, but yeah. Thank you for sharing. Like so much of that is, I know it's hard. Like, cause listen, the feeling your, your stomach and your rib in the morning thing I used to do yeah. that every time you would pass a mirror or like any time of reflection, I would like, mm-hmm. are my abs there? Like, uh, is this still okay? Like, and, and that would totally like make and break my day. So it's like, it just is, it's such like a mindset thing that I can't even believe how women, like we were never taught to like, let's feel and see if like, I can feel my like ribs or whatever. And like, who taught us that? But, but this is something that I hear from so many women that, that they did this or, or do this. And it's just, you know, it's, it's really sad, but it's also empowering to hear like you went through that and then you realize like, this is not okay. How to work on things. Even the fact that you went through a, or started to go through a prep and then was like, I can feel the food things coming back up. I'm not going to do this until it feels better. So that it's such a good thing to really be self-aware, I guess, of like, okay, this is not healthy. I need to like take a step back and work on me first. Um, I'm wondering if you've gone, obviously like we go through fluctuations of weight gain and weight loss and all those things. And how do you, how do you navigate that when before it was like, I need to be skinny. I need to feel my abs. I need to feel my ribs to maybe now gaining a little bit of weight or your body going up and down. How have you been able to navigate that now from a place where before that would have been like detrimental? Mm. I think the biggest thing that I always tell my clients is especially us as women, you know, through the month alone, our cycle goes through so many things where you can have a week 
almost every three weeks that you feel like absolute garbage. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And so what I really remind myself is it's always going to be progress. You're always going to be up and down. It's never going to be the same. And you have the tools to be able to be consistent and to put nourishment in your body. Um, You have the tools to truly accept who you are. Like I've done all of this hard work. So when I do have a week, because I'm not saying I don't have a week like this, that I don't feel 100% and I start to hear those voices of judgment come back up, I take some time to really sit there, look myself in the eyes and just give myself love. Just be like, Mm. you are human. You are a woman. (laughs) So that makes our fluctuations even more. Um, And this is just a small step in your journey. Next week will be different. Like it's not, you're not stuck here. I love that. And, and it's so true. Like we, we forget that we're human. We're, we forget that like one day we could be holding more weight than the other because of whatever we ate or digestion is off or, you know, hormones or stress or like there's a million different reasons why we fluctuate. And I think we forget that, that it's part of being a human. We're not a plastic Barbie doll. Like we're not exactly the same all the time. And I think there's this like weird concept where we think, oh my God, like we have to be the same all the time. And it's so refreshing to have quote unquote, like fitspos or influencers who share this and are, and show like, here's my body today. And here was my body yesterday. And it looks a little bit different, but like, it's okay. And it's just a normal kind of fluctuation. And it's just such a powerful message because there's also so many people who I think only show like the best ever times, the best ever moments. And that's great. But also, you know, we have to be real because there's so many people, I think back to, to me, like when I was just scrolling, I would just look at the people who look perfect all the time. And I thought, well, why, why am I not like this? (laughs) Cause I'm a human, right? So I love that you share that amazing. And that's obviously concepts that you teach in your your coaching, you add the mindset, the body image in your fitness. And I think that's so needed. And I'm seeing more and more people do that. That's what I do in my programs. I love that you do that. Like there needs to be that balance of we're not just physical bodies, but we are my, or we have a mindset and we need to work on our mindset. Cause, cause I believe like you could reach your body goal and still be unhappy. And then you're like, what the hell, right? It's cause you weren't working on your mind. So I love that you do that. Um, Switching gears a little bit, you obviously have been, you know, working with Instagram and you know the ins and outs of Instagram and now you're, you're doing, are you diving into it? You're already doing like Instagram trainings or how to like grow your Instagram because I am like obsessed. I, I just love the strategy behind Instagram. I love branding. I love the platform. So I love, I'd love to know what you're doing with, with Instagram and business right now. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm obsessed too. (laughs) So I currently am in the middle, almost uh, coming up on the end of my first Flourish Your Following and Impact Bootcamp, um, where I have women in our private group and we go through weekly trainings um, and like modules all live for them to interact and get help and feedback back from me, um, where we're really looking at how to increase their following, but more importantly, their impact. Um, so we 
I honestly do all of the research behind it myself. Like I'm my own guinea pig on my Instagram. I always am telling them like, don't do exactly what I do. Like, <laughs> please do not look at my latest post and do that because I'm market researching for you. Right. Um, so I really teach them how to do it in an organic way and a fun way that they're allowed to still be their unique self um, and use the things that are working at the same time. So uh, that's what I'm currently doing. I also do one-on-one um, meetings, calls, uh, really audits on people's work, and I help them how to actually get their voice, their impact cultivated for them to continue to grow and everything after we're done with our meeting. Um, so it's really driven by you know everything that I know and then their questions that they specifically need for their growth. I love it. Business. What's your favorite kind of, so I look at Instagram at like, it's like a beast. Like there's so many things to do on Instagram. What is your favorite like avenue or feature on Instagram right now that you're just obsessed using? Oh boy. Um, (laughs) I'm always a story lover. Like I think it's just so great to be able to go in there and show up however you are that day um, to give them that behind the scenes look. Uh, but also you can put really beautiful content there too. I think it's a great place to be able to put that mixture of everything. Whereas, you know, your feed, you want it to look a certain way and have that aesthetic look. But when it comes to your stories, it's just so more raw, real and fun. You can connect and you can do so many things in there. I love it. Me too. Instagram story is my favorite right now. Just to like connect is my favorite part connecting. And then I have this whole, I don't want to go on a tangent, but like selling through story right now is like the hottest thing in the world. And I'm obsessed with it. So I, yeah. I love this so much. Play it. <laughs> oh, I'm I'd love to talk a little bit too about because putting your yourself out there, you're putting your life out there on Instagram for anyone to see people who love you and are your biggest fans and are always commenting and and just like love you so much. But there's also people who maybe are judging and maybe there's family members. Like what has it been for you um, over these past years to really just put yourself out there? How has that journey looked? That is so important to talk about because I think it's something that so many people fear. Um, So I actually started to really focus in on my social media, my Instagram when I moved away. So I do think that really helped me. Um, I moved away from Maine and all of my family's still in Maine. All of my friends at the time are still in Maine. So it was kind of like that clean slate of, yes, they can watch what I'm doing, but they're not going to see me every day to like judge me on it. Or they might be, but they're not going to talk to me about it. So that really did help me. Um, However, I still have the thoughts of like, oh, my old high school friends, you know, I'm not the same girl then. Um, And they're also going to know now that I talk about my struggles that I had back then, they're going to know those secrets I was keeping. Um, They're going to be able to have whatever thoughts or judgments they want. And I will probably never know, but that was always scary for me. Um, And now currently, it is getting to the point where it's like, um really hard for me to go like to my old gym. Honestly, I don't really love going to my old gym because that's when I went through my prep and every single person there knew my social media at the time too. So they were kind of seeing like the struggle I was going through on my social media that day, sharing it. And then they'd see me in the gym and now they see me here. Like it's just, they knew my life, but I don't know them. And that's a little awkward and weird. (laughs) Um, but 
what, what helps me get through all of that is reminding myself of the DMs that I get that are like, you changed my life for today. That thing that you said or posted literally made my day like 180 so much better. Um, so what I actually always tell my clients that are working on growing their social media about, you know, the haters is to keep a running list in your phone of screenshots or, you know, write out what those nice comments are. So you can refer back to them when you get that negative comment or judgment. I love that so much. Yeah. It's so common at the beginning to have the fear of like, my old friends are watching or my family's on. And then all of a sudden now I'm talking about this and this judgment. And I always, I'm similar to tell people, you know, it's like, you're not speaking to them. Like you're speaking to someone else and your message is so much bigger than, than what their opinion may be. And, and we don't even know their opinion. We make it up in, in our heads, right? So it's so important to work on that, like confidence within yourself and your message when you're just being really open. And, and I think this is something that's honestly not talked about a lot, like deeper. I think it, it's brought up a lot, like to be confident and forget about like your mom watching or your grandma watching or whoever, but you know, it, it can be really tough. And I see people really scared to, to speak their message and live out their dream when just because they're afraid of what like a high school friend said or thought, but it's, mm-hmm. it's absolutely valid. And the fear is like, I understand it, but like just to know you're meant for so much more and people need to hear you. People need yes. to hear what you have to say. And, and I love that you like, I, I screenshot so many things like the, the messages or like, mm-hmm. you know, people that I don't even know are following me. And then all of a sudden they pop in and I'm like, who are you? But like, I'm helping you like those, you know, yeah. messages, those people are, are what this is about at the end of the day when you, with your heart and soul love what you're sharing. So I love that so much. Oh my gosh. I'm like obsessed with you over this conversation. (laughs) This is amazing. Like, I feel like we're so similar. Everything from like our fitness journeys to the way we present ourselves to business coaching, Instagram coaching, like our messaging is so, it's so beautiful and and empowering. So I'd Mm -hmm. love to know, I, I tend to ask people this lately on, on the podcast is for the rest of the year, 2019, like we're going into June. What does your business look like? What does your life look like? What have you got planned? Like what is coming? What are you excited about right now? Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> so I know it's crazy. We're going into June. Um, my biggest thing right now is I'm focusing in on fun. I'm focusing in on how to make life fun. Um, me stepping away from the competition scene uh, is really helping with that because I was so hyper-focused on so much, um, giving myself the okay to relax and have fun, scheduling in time to have fun and setting those boundaries of work and play, but also knowing how to bring play into work. Mm. So a way that I really enjoy doing that is, you know, showing up for my clients on the lives instead of just typing up content and sharing it with them but being there and connecting with them, that's fun for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely fun is my number one goal. And then with that, I'm really transitioning from fitness and nutrition, which I still will be coaching um, one-on-one, but I'm really, really bringing in the confidence mindset and the option if they are interested in growing their social media 
Um, but it's really, really trying to go away from body transformation and more into life transformation. I love that. And I see this trend happening so much. Like I'm, I'm the same way. Um, like it's, it's, once you realize that it can be a life transformation, like a physical transformation, fitness transformation, a confidence transformation, a mindset thing, that is when you change your life. So I love that more people are doing that because, because more women need that. And I just, I adore it. And I love that one of your things is more fun, more fun in life, more fun in business, because we tend to be go-getters and it's go, go, go and work, work, work. And then we forget to bring the fun into life, but also the fun into business, like something like everything I do in my business is fun, but like connecting and doing podcasts, like this is so fun for me and stuff like that. So if you're an entrepreneur listening or online coach, like maybe ask yourself, what, what can you do that's more fun in your business when you're still generating income or clients? Like it's supposed to be fun. So I love that you said that and reminding us all of that. Amazing. So where can we go and, and follow you and find you on social media right now? What are some of your favorite platforms to be on? And I'll make sure to link them so we can all just go stalk you and get more of your energy and your vibes. Thank you. Um, yes, I currently am obviously obsessed with Instagram. I mean, kind of a thing. Um, <laughs> so my Instagram is just Megan Harriman. It's spelled really weird, so I'll just let you. <laughs> yeah, I'll just link it. Make it easy. Very weird. Um, and I do have YouTube, which I still am kind of like back and forth of if I want to be consistent there, or I have a lot of great older content on there that's still relevant um, towards mindset. So I will share that with you. I'm Megan Harriman there as well. And I have not launched it yet, but I am launching my podcast in the next month. Ooh, oh my God. That's so fun. That's so exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. I'll have you there. Yay. Oh my God. I'd love to be there. That is so, so amazing. So thank you so much for being on. I love everything that you shared with us. Thank you so thank you. much. And for everyone listening, you guys know this. I say this every time is to screenshot when you're listening and post on your story and you can tag me, you can tag Megan. We love to know when you're listening and we love to celebrate you and, and reshare your posts and all that fun stuff and connect. So thank you, Megan, for being on. Thank you, CC ladies for listening. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.